We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Happy to welcome you back to the Manny Diaz Show. Joe Zagacki, Don Bailey Jr., and University of Miami head coach Manny Diaz. Hurricanes in Alabama on Saturday at 3.30 from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. We touched on uh, De'Ara King, but also the continuity. How about the continuity with Rhett Lashley, year number two, not only with De'Ara, but also with the offense in general? Huge. Uh, the whole offensive coaching staff, uh, when you consider again, 2020, we just forget. You know, you didn't even have an offseason. Um, half of training camp didn't even know we were going to play a season. So just to, to get around um, to those guys that spent a whole year with our coaching staff, um, to get to, to the details of the offensive system. When we, when we look back at where we were a year ago, we were still learning what to do halfway through the season. So uh, we think we're in a different spot. We expect um, a lot of improvement on offense, which is exciting because we, obviously we made a, a big jump a year ago. And, uh, but I think everyone in this building expects us to make another big jump this year. Coach, let's jump to the tight end spot. Will Mallory looked outstanding in the last scrimmage, but this is a guy that uh, worked through spring, was at, wasn't out at spring, got healthy, got bigger, stronger, and he really got faster. I mean, he looks like he can run as fast as I've ever seen him go. Yeah, Will is scary. He's always been fast, but, you know, he came here, he was around 200 pounds, maybe 210. And to see him now at 250, uh, I think he ran 21.7 the other day miles per hour, that is getting it for a big man. That's getting it for any man. Um, but for a guy his size, um, gives you a great weapon so he can be explosive. But his catch radius, you know, and, and his strength now, really getting to understand his body and, and, and how to use that to uh, manipulate defenders. He, he, is a, he is a matchup problem. On that same position, when I first saw Arroyo, I was like, wait a minute, who is that guy? Because you talk about being big. I mean, he's only a freshman and he's a big, big kid. Yeah, Elijah and Will together look like, <laughs> like NFL dudes. They, they look like old tight ends. And uh, I think what's been impressive with, with Elijah has been for a young guy, he runs routes like an older guy. I mean, I mean he looks like, I mean, he has the ability, again, to body off defenders, um, nudge guys out of the way, and just use his size. There are some guys that are big that don't play big, and Arroyo plays big, you know. And, and when you have guys like that for a quarterback, um, they can be covered and still be open because they're so big. And they, just, they always provide an outlet for the QB to go with the ball. Coach, going to the season with the second most starts, I believe, in the country on the offensive line. Uh, you've got your captain from last year, uh, Corey Gaynor, who's, who orchestrates that deal. But overall, that unit under Garen Justice has improved day after day. They have. And, and you mentioned continuity. Again, you know, having Coach Justice back with them and the same scheme and – 
um, just to be able to improve on where they were a year ago instead of to rebuild it all over again. Um, we're old, as you mentioned, you know, and these guys were, were young for a while and had to take some lumps and learn on-the-job training, which is tough as an offensive lineman. Um, so to see them um, and where their confidence level is, um, to see a guy like Navon Donaldson come back in the lineup, to see a younger guy like Jalen Rivers really make big strides, um, the depth, they've all pushed each other to really become better. And I think that's been the, the thing that they all saw in the spring and in training camp as wow, like, we are all improving because every day we are all competing for playing time. Coach, what are the, the metrics that you hit on now in college football? You look at some of these teams on offense, it's uh, 500 yards and 40 points a game. Alabama didn't win the national championship a year ago. They gave up 360 yards a game. So uh, offense, I know you're a defensive guy, but offense right now is holding the upper hand. Yeah, anyone who still uses yards per game as a stat is kind of <laughs> like living in past, you know, times. Um, you know, I've, I've said this a bunch of times. It's like it's like a baseball game that if they made baseball from 12 innings instead of nine, guess what? People would have more RBIs and more home runs and score more runs. There's just more opportunities. Um, but the metrics we use are still yards per play. Uh, that matters because the ball is still only being snapped so many times. Um, I mean, whoever would have thought that you'd see an SEC championship game a year ago where the score was 52 to 46. Um, but that's the world that we do live in now. It is so defensively, the more things change, the more they stay the same, though. I mean, you still have to be great against the run. Um, you've got to be great in the red zone because people, people can move the ball between the 20s, but you've got to be great in the red zone. You've got to be great at limiting explosive touchdowns, right? People can get them some yards, but again, they can't get explosive touchdowns. That's what keeps the score down. You've got to create turnovers. Um, you do those things and win on third down, you can still hold people. And we always say the one thing we want to do defensively at Miami is we want to lead the nation in wins. That's a stat that counts the most. And we have a formula that we think helps the offense win football games, the team win football games. Coach Bubba Bolden decided to come back, and he, he is a guy that uh, every day that I was at practice and every opportunity I got to watch him, it, it seems that his energy level has jumped up a notch, but also his stamina. You know, it's one thing to, to, to go hard one play, but he's going hard every play. Yeah, Bubba um, came back a different guy this year, um, uh, dedicated himself in the weight room at, at a, a level beyond what he had. It was good before, but just at a level beyond. Saw the transformation in his body. Um, he's carrying more weight now, which make him more physical, better tackler. Um, but I think Bubba just realized, I, I, you know, he, he, he took a hard look at his game. He did a lot of really good things a year ago. Um, we made him tackle too often. There are too many times we let the ball break out to him. Um, but he knows what, where he can make some improvements. Um, he's highly motivated. He's highly intelligent. Really mm -hmm. understands the game, understands everybody's job around him. He makes guys around him better. And, and as you mentioned, I think his, his now comfort level of asserting himself as a leader in the back end of our secondary um, is crucial to our success. We uh, probably should mention in this recruiting class, you had uh, James Williams, best defensive player in, in Broward, and uh, Leonard Taylor, the best defensive player in Dade, and then three receivers, two from Dade and one from Broward, that were the cream of the crop, and it looked like they had a pretty good camp. They all have. Uh, we've been really excited about this recruiting class uh, coming in. Um, They've all had a chance to compete, show what they can do. Every one of those guys has shown why we recruited them and, and, and the accolades that they got coming out. Um, now they're all still learning, right? And, you know, what we always say, their roles will grow during the season. Sometimes some guys will pop first, some guys pop a little bit later, you know. Um, 
But we, we keep working with those guys, keep training those guys. And, and, and the best thing is, you, know, you mentioned like Bubba Bolden. James Williams gets to see Bubba Bolden work every day in practice. You know, Leonard Taylor gets to watch, you know, John Ford and, and Nessa Silvera and Jared Harrison Hunt and Jordan Miller. He's got four old experienced guys in front of them that can show them how to practice every day. The wideouts get to watch a guy like Mike mm-hmm. Harley go to work. So um, we didn't have that when Mike Harley came in the program. You know, we didn't have that when John Ford came in the program. So um, it's great that the older guys can really mentor those younger guys and show them, you know, how, hey, I was you once. I was a highly recruited guy that came in, and here's how you got to take the steps now to, to put that into productivity in college. And, Coach, you talk about players being unselfish and, and a commitment to this program. Mike Harley's a perfect example. Every time you talk to him, he, one of the reasons, or main reasons he came back was to make the program better and to teach that room how to be a professional. And it pays off, and you, every time you see him, there's nobody that works harder, there's nobody that spends more time here than him, but he's doing it as a mentor. Yeah, Mike, uh, Mike had a different level somewhere during last year, and, and he's carried it through this year, and I think they get it. I, I think Mike Harley probably wonders, gosh, what would it, what would my career have been like if I'd had a guy like this to teach me, you know, what it was like? And um, so it's it's just one of the great benefits of our program of having some age and experience where guys can give back. They can be mentors to the younger players. And they don't make us – the Mike Carleys won't just make us better this year. They'll make us better next year and the years to come because of the influence that they've had on these younger guys. Coach Alabama, the defending champs, they bring back just about their entire defense. They all look like they're a cut out of a football catalog for each position. Uh, looks like they've just profiled size and weight in each position. But uh, defensively, you would have to expect them to, to be really good and really physical. Yeah, they'll be outstanding on defense. Uh, they always are. Um, they were a little young in the secondary to start last year. They improved in the back end as the year went on. Uh, but I think the thing that really stands out, maybe a little unique for an Alabama defense, is they are dynamic rushing the passer. Uh, they're not, and they've, they've always been excellent. They've not always been dynamic in, in, in having those guys that can just really um, be a terror in pass protection. They've got a couple now that, that really can cause problems. So um, got to protect the ball, got to protect your quarterback. Those are things always in week one games that are really important. And uh, they probably have the best in the country and guys disruptive um, to try to get after the, your QB. And Coach, you would think that that offense would, would fall quite a bit if you're Alabama, especially when you lose three, guy, three guys that were in the top five and a, uh, for the Heisman and the Heisman winner. But the experience they have at running back, the experience that they have on the offensive line, they've got a, a sixth-year center and, and, the, and the left tackle went from right tackle and he's been a starter at guard. It just, they just keep growing it and growing it, but a very powerful and exciting offense with a young, exciting quarterback. Yeah, I'm sure that their expectation is that they won't have any drop-off, you know, which is, you know, they had to replace two first-round wideouts last year and two guys went in there and, and, and both could have won the Heisman a year ago. So, um, you know, that's, that's where their program is at right now. That being said, it's still a new year. Um, guys still have to go out and they have to do it. Um, but, you're, but, you know, look, I mean, you're going to play four to five classes of, of high, high-end level elite recruiting. Um, but they can only put 11 guys out there at a time. So I, I think our guys relish the challenge. A lot of our guys know some of their guys, you know, through the camp circuit or through high school football. And I think our guys will be excited to go play against them. Coach, what are your thoughts on the one constant there has been Nick Saban? It's kind of a revolving door in other areas, but what are your thoughts on his impact on college football? It is um, it's really hard to sustain success. Um, it's, it's really hard to get to the top. It's really, really hard to stay there. And, and if you look at it historically, 
Um, the programs that have certainly, you know, obviously the run that we know that happened here. Um, um, you know, Florida State went on that run 15 years, finishing the top four. It's just, it's just very difficult because you got to, you know, complacency sets in, ego sets in, selfishness sets in. It's hard to keep staffs, things like that. So, certainly the way that they've been able to sustain, um, change, adapt, you know, obviously, you know, to go from a team that was built to beat you with defense and, and just controlling the ball on offense to now where they're scoring truckloads of points on offense, you know. So, I mean, I think all that um, is why they are where they are. Um, and so, you know, here we go. We start another season and we see how it goes. Coach, let's not make any mistake. All these Miami football players are going to get on that plane. They're going there to win a football game. They're going there to, to make sure that they represent this university, that they represent themselves on this football team. And yes, Alabama's had a great run, but Miami's going to run out on that field and they are going to go try and do everything they can to win a football game and they've worked for it. Yeah, and, and as a competitor, you wouldn't have any doubt that, that, that you're going to win the football game. That's just, that's just how it works. That's how competitors work. I mean, I don't know if people always understand that on the outside, but um, no one's going there just to, to get their picture taken, you know? I mean, so um, there is a clear and concise way on how to win the football game. Doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but there is a clear and concise pathway to victory. There always is every week. The same way, there's always, regardless of opposition, a clear and concise way to get your butt beat every week. And I don't know that we always understand that. Every week there's a way to get yourself beat, and every way there's a way to win a football game. And so um, the team that follows the plan the best on how to win the football game is going to have a great chance to win it, regardless of what uniform they're wearing or what they're ranked. I think it's going to be great. Two of the most iconic brands in college football playing in a beautiful stadium. Biggest crowd in college football since last year, that's for sure. Uh, to kick things off, so it should be a wild night, wild afternoon. Yeah, I, I, I think that's an underrated storyline. Um, you know, running out of that tunnel, and I'm sure they're going to be the same way. I, I know they play in that stadium once a year, but after what we all went through a year ago, to get back into a, a, a rocking environment like what that's going to be, and neutral site games, we all know, I mean, every play, half the stadium's going crazy. We know how their fans, I, I mean, I was, I remember being in the Sugar Bowl in 1992, and, you know, the little Miami section, and, and the whole place was for, you know, Alabama. Um, we're going to have to, both teams are going to have to manage the atmosphere. Um, because it's just not the same. It's, it's not. I mean, it would, it would be difficult in a normal situation, but after what we've been through a year ago and playing in front of one-eighth, one-quarter, one-whatever full stadiums, um, I think fans, broadcasters, I think everyone alike is going to be a little juiced up uh, when that opening kickoff comes around. I'm not ready to come out of my chair. Okay, we've got much more to come on the show. Stay with us as we continue with Manny Diaz right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.